It seems the problem with this aspirant of the caravan may take care of itself. Having spent so much time a slave to her own hubris, she may now be consumed by it, with those self-styled heroes along with her. One cannot idly play with time and not expect consequences. Not even one so powerful as me. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM Trevor, and I'm desperately trying to get my kids to quiet down for the next hour and a half, and it's not going well, guys. Little ravenous goblins. Have you tried sedation? That's a problem with recording, not only on a a morning when they are here, but also because I set up a Minecraft server for them over the weekend, and uh, they've been playing it a lot, and uh, they feel the need to talk at each other at their yelling voices two feet from each other's faces while they are playing together. Ah, children. Kids will be kids? No, yeah, totally, totally. But uh, my kids are very loud because they are born of me. I'm a very loud person, so. As we recall, that is one of the many reasons I hate children. It's the noise. It's too much noise. Yeah, the Harkonnens had it all wrong. You don't need heart plugs. You need volume knobs on people. (laughs) Hey, that's a Dune (laughs) reference. (laughs) Very nice. I like the Dune reference. Yes. Well, happy belated Thanksgiving to everybody. This is going to be two weeks after Thanksgiving when it releases, but like it's like two days after Thanksgiving for us, right? Something like that, two, three days? That was two mm-hmm. days ago, yeah. Yeah. Three, three days, days ago. Because today's Sunday. Yeah. I know. I've been losing track too. I'm desperately waiting for my Everybody's kids to Everybody's brain is on fire because we're still recovering from the carb coma. I didn't do too bad this year. The, the carb coma? The carb coma. Cam, tell me that you are familiar with the carb coma. No, I'm not a big fan. Like the only carbs I really like are potatoes. I mm. fuck with rice occasionally, but I don't like bread. I got a hard on li- bread, what? pasta. Yeah, I just, I don't like bread or pasta really. Man, I made a cornbread. Like and I made a cornbread from scratch, a uh, jalapeno cheddar cornbread. Oh yeah, do you grind your own good. corn? You, you go ahead and get your little yeah. mortar pestle yeah. up. That's right, I did. <laughs> No, I, I didn't, didn't believe but you. it would yeah, not surprise yeah, most yeah, people to, <laughs> to hear that I did that since I do all my, my uh, I do my, like, uh, we saved uh, that for the beef wellington. From, yeah, exactly. That I'm doing a beef wellington for Christmas this year. Oh, you're going to thresh your own wheat? I might, Cam. You know, shut the hell up. I might. <laughs> it's it's growing in the backyard right now. <laughs> backyard to table, motherfucker. That's why he got the kids on Minecraft. It's to set them up. <laughs> <laughs> the children love the farm. The children, they, they the yearn mines. for the mines. <laughs> and for farms. See, that's how you get them. Uh-huh. Liam, I need resources. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But no, it's going to be great. How'd everybody's Thanksgiving go? It's pretty good. Uh, pretty, pretty good. Mine was really good. Uh, I did a lot of um, propaganda. Um Slipping in the S word and C word without saying the S word and C word. Uh, like the, the first, the, the fastest and easiest way to get anybody that is a like kind of conservative person. I don't know. Do y'all talk about guns on here? Is that okay? If we like guns, Go ahead. it's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah it's ahead. just like hitting them with the under no pretext. And uh, then uh-huh. they're like, oh yeah, I agree with that. And then you just slowly like just 
keep tiptoeing a little bit further and further into, you know, isn't it weird how your boss doesn't actually do any work, but gets paid so much more than you? And they're like, yeah, that is kind of weird. And it's like, man, isn't wouldn't it, it be kind of cool if we had more of a say in things and how they were run? Yeah, that would be cool. It's like, mm-hmm, 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 yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Cam, you're much braver than I am. I stay clear away from that with my family, especially oh. at family events. Why? Because I love my family and I want to continue to love my family. Oh, yes. Yeah, on the opposite side of that spectrum. See, it must be different where workers, where you guys live, because here, I swear to God, if I did not tell people to breathe, I would come out of my office and they would be fucking dead on the ground. <laughs> it's like, I don't get it. Sounds like a lack of a proper training program. So do you have to like walk by every like 20 seconds and remind them or do you just like yeah. put the earphones in with breathe in, breathe out, yeah. breathe in? No, I, I okay. literally go into the laser and it is off. The guy's just leaning against the railing and said what's what's going on oh it stopped did you tell the mechanic did you tell anyone oh no <sighs> why oh um it just stopped okay yeah call the mechanic out someone pushed one of the e-stops which was probably this guy where he was leaning because there was one right behind him so yeah. nice <laughs> christian christian are you implying that normal people are too stupid to make their own decisions they have to rely on a higher authority come on christian <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I, my, my problem with COVID is it did not go far enough. <laughs> uh, wow, a rare Christian wow. Cameron agree. I, 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 I also was, was on the huge side of that. Yeah, no, definitely. That's, it's pretty great. Like, you know, I don't know about the rest of you or uh, our, our, our listenership in general, but I'm pretty blue collar. So it's pretty easy to talk about workers' rights with people in my family as, you know, pretty low labor, low skill workers more often than not. Sorry, everyone that doesn't listen to this podcast I'm related to. There is to. no such thing as low skill workers, you bitch. That is absolutely true. There is no such thing as a low skill worker. Oh, well, you tell them that. I will. No. Point me at them. <laughs> They're coming okay. up to Michigan right now. Yeah. So, that's, that, that, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying, though, is like a salts vote for slug kind of mentality where it's you try to explain to them that, yeah. that their ideals and their epistemological framework and the way that they vote kind of works against them and pits them in this like bucket of crab scenario. And it's just like, no, well, I'm just not like you're just not pulling up on your bootstraps hard enough. I'm like, I don't have any boots. I can't afford boots in this economy. Was it? Which, which which governor was it in Michigan? Was it Rick Snyder that like got the one rid tough of the, nerd. the the uh, the collective bargaining protections and stuff like so. that? Yes. Probably they they've yeah, been working on that it, for a while. So so I uh, I, I we, right before that election and hi mom because I know you listen. I remember having the conversation with mom that she wanted to vote for him. I'm like you you realize you're in a union and this is going to screw you, right? No, no, can't possibly. Next round of union negotiations after he does that, they're just not getting anything they want. There was a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth about the power of the union having been reduced a bit after that. So, yeah, I proudly vote for the leopards eating face party because they surely will not eat mine. Yeah, they surely will not eat my face. So, yeah, no, I agree with Cam, except I'm a lot less like there have been very there have been past Thanksgivings in the last couple of years. That got very, very heated because, like, I'm not tactful or quiet. Uh, the secret is to bring your own car so you can leave. Oh, I mean, I do. <laughs> I can leave whenever I want. <laughs> but no, it was so great because I went from like conservative, uh, blue collar Thanksgiving 
to conservative neolib Thanksgiving with my other folks. Mm. And you it's, bunch uh, of rhinos? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I prefer the conservative new blue collar to conservative neolib, honestly. Absolutely. 100%. It's a little bit more honest. Yeah. It is. It's way more the, honest. You can have an actual conversation. Yeah. They are human beings. Unlike those skinwalkers. Um, but no, like, <laughs> just. <laughs> Ted Cruz is one being and not many. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Like if you show up to Thanksgiving and you have a project at work, do you bring the blueprints for your project at work to show everybody for conversation pieces? Uh, no, I would get arrested. <laughs> yeah, no, it, that is the kind of just wild ass shit that they do. And it's like just the epitome of everybody trying to one up humble brag about each other the entire time. And I'm just sitting there like, Mm, delicious ham. Yeah. Like I work for a company that works mostly in the financial sector with their customers. And I'm not in a position to have access to any of those like proprietary information that we have, but like there's a whole training course, even for low level employees that are just like, this is different. Dif- uh, the difference between like protected information, proprietary information and so on and so forth. And you will like, we will come after you to the letter of the law if you spread information that is not supposed to be spread from inside of the company. I mean, that's most reputable companies will do. I know, right? So it's really hard for other people to not get that when you try to bring up when somebody else brings home work to their golf course slash not a club in Florida. And somehow that's a problem when they show everybody those plants. Well, some things it, it depends. Like most of the work I do, there is nothing about it that would be considered proprietary. Now, if it was for like a skiff or something, yeah, sure. No, I can't show any of that stuff. But like my stuff is so, so basic. Like as far as like the, the level of security, like it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah, sure. This is a high end boardroom in which X, Y, and Z can happen. But like seeing how the room works doesn't really tell you how it works. Like I've, I mean, I've, I think I've sold, sold, told the story before. Like, I've sat in Tim Cook's office in his chair because I was working on something in his office, and I downloaded the latest version of Android from the Apple corporate network. It was it was fun, uh, but like, I couldn't take pictures there. I couldn't take pictures even if I like didn't say anything about where I was, right? Because Google has like spiders crawling, or not Google. Apple has spiders crawling the various social media websites and looking at EXIF data from your pictures. And if it sees that a picture was taken within the geological location of an Apple facility, they'll come after you. It's that serious for some of that stuff. It's nuts. Even though you're not sharing anything that's secret or proprietary or any of that stuff. Um, When I was a security guard at TikTok, it was the same fucking way. Like, yeah. Now remember that every single one of you that says that the next fucking vaccine has a chip in it. We already know where you are. Exactly, right? Everybody knows what the heck you're doing all the time anyway, as long as you have a smartphone. You have a little spy in your pocket at all times. Exactly. Just snitching on you. Yeah, absolutely. So my, my fun Thanksgiving experience this year was um, my mother-in-law came kind of unexpectedly. So I know she was coming the week before Thanksgiving, but like on Gross. Tuesday, she's like, I'm shut the fuck up, Christian. Shut up, Christian. Jesus. <laughs> that was for Todd. I was counting down in my head. I, and I, that's what I thought to myself, too. I'm like, uh, pour one out for Todd. Yep. It's too easy. So I, uh, uh, she, she came, she arrived. Shit, I can't say anything. 
She was at my house. On a, <laughs> she was at my house that week, and she had decided on Tuesday, like, oh, I think I'm just going to stay through Thanksgiving, which isn't that big of a deal. Um, it wasn't a big change, but I don't. I don't think it was Thanksgiving. I think it was a couple days later. I was just beat, and I took a nap on the couch. I just fall asleep on the couch, and I wake up to her like saying crazy stuff about trans people. I'm like, oh no, I need. I'm going to go back to. Sleep. That's just all I need to do. So yeah, that was. There was no conversation about it that I was a part of, but that's because I literally turned my brain off. And Sarah told me later what was said. I'm like, oh my god, what are you? It's a defense mechanism. What's going on? It, that's that's the safe thing to do. Uh, I don't know. Like I understand. Like. It's it's hard for me because like I'm not married and have kids or you know that's like a whole like social quagmire that I couldn't see myself being in. But I don't know like myself being personally close with many people who are trans. Anyway, I don't know. It's hard for me to stand by idly and watch anybody espouse hate towards like somebody that I care about immensely. So I don't know. I've gotten into very many like I understand Mike is like I love my family and it's probably that your family may not be as directly hateful as some people that, well, that I know that are related case. to. My, my family in general is pretty tactful. Um, I so. know some that are not. And, you know, it gets uh, a little so they don't say the quiet part out loud. Uh, no. Yeah, or rather, yeah, actually, no, I, I think they, they kind of do. Um, they do say the, the quiet part very loud. I don't generally do Thanksgiving with family. So this is the first time we've had family here for Thanksgiving in 10 years. It's usually just us. Like, well, we've been to Louisiana, I think once, maybe twice for Thanksgiving since we moved to Texas. But like, I'm moving to North Carolina next year. I will have Thanksgiving with nobody around because the nearest family will be eight plus hours away. So yeah. Speaking of being stuck in a room with a couple monsters. Hey. Hey. Oh, hey. Okay, stay in that's your fucking lane, awesome. Cam. That's, Trevor, that's Trevor's job. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Cut that, cut that. Politely text me, you motherfucker. No. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Got that. Okay, we, we Jake and I don't even. Jake and I don't even do that. We've been here since the beginning. Okay. <laughs> so y'all, ready to play a game? Then we gonna do it. Hell yeah, brother! Sure. Awesome. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked you all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. Last week, the party uh, was back in Otari and was uh, trying to fill in some of their friends on what was going on. And Tacitus took the time to go talk to Rin, which I think Rin actually cornered him as he was arriving back at Rin's Wonders where he stays. And she expressed her desire to see the place where they saw Belcora, like she could glean some information and has put her fear 
of going inside of places. As far as you guys know, she is claustrophobic to some degree. Uh, She put that fear behind her to see this place so maybe she could get some more information because she seems to be knowledgeable about a great many things that you may not be. So the party escorts her into the gauntlet down to the third level of the gauntlet to the temple where Belcora was seen, where she made herself visible to the party. All the while, she is taking special care to quickly move through places um, that she has a particular fear for. Uh, She seems to be noticing the place where the floor meets the walls, anywhere there's a sharp angle, and she uh, moves quite quickly through those places. You begin to hear some things, uh, like the distant baying of animals, uh, something sound like it chasing you, and when you get into areas that are very angular, like stairways, it's louder and more urgent. And after some back and forth and some some worry for the rest of the party, they make their way into that large uh, that large uh, temple to Nimbaloth. When they make their way in there and they have finally stopped, whatever has been chasing Rin finally catches up. And that's where we start today with these two creatures staring down the party. Gentlemen, wonderful people, individuals great and small, you know who you are. I think it's time to roll for some initiative. Oh boy. Initiative? I love initiative, but I'm so bad at it. That's okay, as long as you have fun. All right, as more do what you get. Eight on the die for a 16. That's beautiful. Tacitus. Nine on the die for a 20. Nice. Malleus. Nine on the die for an 18. Less good. And our good buddy, Rin, who will be participating in this combat, got a six on the die for an 18. Let me go ahead and roll my creatures, who are not doing the greatest in the initiative department. As far as the rolls Surely are concerned. they're doing better than me. Uh, yeah, what did you get? I got a one for a 14. Oh, no. You know what? You're going to be there to bust the heads and do a little cleanup. You're yep. there for sloppy seconds. Oh. Hell Love, yeah. Up. Hey, yo. <laughs> I calmly and... place my hand on the forehead, the GM's forehead. Nice. Do you feel in control? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to start with this lovely creature. Let's set the stage a little bit. We are once again in this temple to Nimbaloth. There are no wisps here any longer since the barrier was broken. They seem to no longer appear. Uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of flavor text here just to reset the stage. But there have been some changes to this place. This vast octagonal chamber is mostly empty. The walls are carved and painted to resemble a swirling, a sprawling graveyard, half sunken into a swampy morass. Yet all the graves in the mural are open and empty. There used to be carved images of shrieking ghosts parading upwards towards a malevolent eye, but those are now gone. 
replaced by an empty graveyard, but looming overhead is a vast planet, malevolent with green and brown swirling energy. A circular 15-foot diameter platform sits in the middle of the room, raised three feet off the surrounding floor. The platform supports an altar stone made of an irregular slab of rock marked by seven deep indentations, almost as if a huge seven-fingered hand had gripped the stone with enough force to leave grooves behind. Now and then, a faint blue light flickers and pulses inside these indentations. There are two of these creatures which we saw last week. I think they were described. I'm, I'm trying to remember what we described these things at because it wasn't pleasant. I'll tell you that much. Um, angle dogs. Angle dogs. Yeah, with like big bug eyes made of smoke. These are the dogs that don't go to heaven. Oh, <laughs> <gasps> there are no yeah. such dogs. Oh, you take that back, Micah. <laughs> these are clearly mutant cats that wish they were dogs. I said what I said. Yikes! Micah becomes the new villain oh. of the podcast. He was Belcora all along. Rage <laughs> <laughs> is gone. Somebody had to fill the void. Yeah, it's just because I don't like dogs. Go ahead, oh, audience. No. Hate me. I will say that you also notice that when this happens, uh, Rin looks ill. In fact, she may be sickened to a certain degree when the these things frightened. appear. Sickened, terrified, worried, just not great. But this creature in the northeastern corner of the room, I'm going to ping it on your map so you know where it is. It is up against one of the walls. You see it flicker just a touch before it seems to shatter into a million individual shards of glass which disapparate and reappear adjacent to Tacitus. Hey! <gasps> that is its first action. For its second action, it's going to attempt to bite you, our little buddy, right? Actually, no, it's going to attempt to trip you and pin you down to the ground for its second action. So here comes against your Reflex DC, that's a 28 to trip you. Uh, against mine? Yes. Yeah, that's a success. Uh, my reflex is a 23. By the oh, way, I don't right. see a token for this creature. Oh, you don't? No. Does anyone else? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah you need to refresh. Okay, refreshing. Can't believe you're yeah, fucking there wasn't us like this, one Micah. when we started, uh, and I added it while we were going through banter. For its final action, while you are prone on the ground, it's going to make a lovely jaw strike against you. With its paws, I'm going to say figuratively on your shoulder, it begins to snap at you, but that's only a 16 to hit, so I'm guessing that's yeah, going to be a mess. That's a mess. That's a mess. Yeah, I figured. Up next... Maybe they weren't visible. All right. Up next is the other one's turn, who also rolled pretty well on initiative... And this one is not going to take the time to uh, to attempt to shift through the angles in the room. It's going to take a single five-foot step towards Asmordrin, uh, attempt to trip him. So here comes Zetrip. We have 31 against your reflex, DC. Success. Asmordrin. All right. And it's going to attempt to bite you. Here it comes. 
27 a hit. Hit. All right, here comes down with some crashing, slap, snapping jaws. Could have been better. That's 17 points of damage. And that is the end. Oh, no, that's only two actions. No, that's all three. I'm three sorry. Way. That is all three actions. I was going to say three when you count its move. <laughs> yep, I'm, I forgot something. That is the end of its turn. Up next is our good buddy, Tacitus, who is down on the ground. Okay, uh, I am kind of risking this thing attacking me with an attack of opportunity, but I am just going to guess that it doesn't have it. Uh, I'm going to stand up for my first action. Second action, Safe I'm going to draw my sword. gamble. Okay. Second, sword, uh, second action, I'm going to draw my sword. Third action, I'm going to forego drawing my book, and I'm going to exploit vulnerability on uh, these creatures. All right. Okay. Uh, rolling with a plus 14, 15 for a 29. That will do it. You are able to successfully exploit vulnerability. Do you get, is the free, I can't remember, is the free knowledge check a component of the book or is it a component of having the specific feat that you have? Uh, what do you mean? You get the recalling knowledge. Yeah, you get a free oh, recall knowledge. I think I get it's from a diverse lore. Uh, I get a recall knowledge when I switch to the book from uh, another implement. Nope. Like, you also. I, all right, go ahead. Oh, um, from diverse lore, if you succeed on your check, uh, you oh, get. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, against the DC to recall knowledge for this creature. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yep. But I will say that you are not able to discern what this is. Okay, uh, but, but I can't come up with a weakness. Know, you can put up a weakness to this thing. You believe it has something to do with perhaps time um, and plane shifting. So whatever you want to do with that, you are able to get a personal antithesis for the creature there are no known weaknesses that you're aware of, though. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. That's it for my turn. Good stuff. Up next is our friend, Rin. She is not doing very well at all. Um, because of that, uh, she isn't really sure what do um and she begins to just laugh her face looks panicked and terrified and she begins to laugh and this laughter gets more and more terrifying and, and you finally realize that this is a casting of hideous laughter on this hound that is nearest to her adjacent to tacitus so it needs to attempt a a will save against her spell dc which is not great because of her fear. It succeeds with a 22 because she is sickened uh, and it cannot use any reactions right now. So let me go ahead and pull that off. And for her final action, she is going to pull uh, from her belt a star knife. And at the end of that turn, you see something erupt from her Uh these glittery dust motes begin to surround Rin as her blood magic activates with the casting of 
hideous laughter and she becomes concealed. Up next, Malleus. Skelly bro. Well, seeing that um, Tacitus is being harried by one of these horrific creatures, I will move 10 feet to be adjacent to him directly north of the spooky dog. And I am going to use spell strike. I'm going to cast it with a cantrip, gouging claw. Let's roll to attack. I'm just going to double check my bonus real quick. Cool. Natural 20. Nice. So, that's great, actually. Uh, okay. Fuck. I'm getting getting really lucky with crit spell strikes lately, which is nice and all, but then I have to do more math, and I'm challenged, so this is going to be difficult. Okay. Oh, well, I didn't mean to click that. Plus, that was only regular damage. I mean, we just double that, so you need to take that that damage anyway. There's a fucking four and five. I know, it's your damage roll. It's the same thing that you would have... Okay. I mean, you got to roll your spell um, strike differently anyway. Yeah, what? Well, like, you don't have a macro to roll your spell strike damage along with your hammer damage. No. You always roll it separate, so... It's effectively no difference. We just double that amount. Uh, that is... Okay, so I guess that's 20 points normally. 20 points just from your hammer. And, uh... That is 10 points of magical damage, so another 20 from that. That also takes uh, 1d4 persistent bleed damage from a crit. I rolled a 3. All right, so 20 more on the... So are are you using Gouging Claw? Yeah. So are we doing clearly pre-remastered, but if that's the case, you would do 3d4 persistent bleed. It's 1d4 per level. It heightens with the critical bleed as well. So that's oh, be you're right. The critical six d four. Yeah, that'll I be well, three. It's three d four times two. Well, that doesn't happen until I actually roll the bleed. Then we you just roll the bleed each time. The okay. bleed doesn't well, yeah, yeah, doesn't okay, trigger okay. until. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Uh, then so, I gouge the shit out of this dog. So that was all what, three of my level, actions. We're up to level three. So like three d six plus your spellcasting ability modifier. And how much damage oh, was that? Uh, the three D six uh, ended up being twelve because it's a three and a one and a six. Okay, so twenty four plus your spellcasting ability modifier, uh, which is plus three. So another six points. So wow, that's that's not bad at all. That's that's a lot of that. Uh, that's fifty points of damage right there. I rolled a four and a five that's a lot of on my D twelves. Yeah, that's a lot of damage. It's still a lot of damage. This thing is bleeding. We're it's bleeding, but it's it's bloodied. Yeah, so real quick, uh, Tastus, yeah, I need you to give me a fort save. Uh, okay. You, you, you got it, Tech Daddy. I'm going to have Rin also do the fort save. Six for a 17. That is going to be a fail. Uh, oh boy. And you're going to take some damage. You're going to take, uh, as, as you, like, meet this thing's gaze, um, wounds open in your body as if you were slashed by razors, but they do not bleed. You simply have wounds open up, bloodless wounds open in your body. And you will take 16 points of slashing damage. Rin is also going to run that uh, save as well, and her fort just sucks. She's probably going to crit fail. She does not. She does not crit fail. She still takes 
she's going to take 11 points of damage. Uh, and you have one more action. No, that was all of your actions, wasn't it, Malleus? It was. First action move, I believe Arcane Cascade action. is another action, so I can't go into that at the end of my turn either, correct? Correct. Okay, then yes, Technically, that is the end of my turn. I moved and spell You can't stroke. go into it at the beginning of your turn, but I think that's a stupid rule. I think the intention is that you're supposed to uh, be able to enter it at the beginning of your next turn. So screw that rule. I, don't I, thought, like it was, it. I thought it was supposed to be after you used a spell. When you're it's supposed to be action. like the way it's written. It's the next action. It's stupid. I don't like that. So you'll oh. be able to enter it at the beginning of your next turn. Rules is written though. Oh, okay. For some reason, you have to spell strike and then arcane cascade in the same round. It's stupid. Or you can I cast shield and arcane cascade. You can also do that, but I still think it's stupid. I don't like it. But I need you to give me a fort save as well. Oh, I don't want to. This thing starts to sever the little motes of void energy in your body. I got a 12 for a 25. That is a meat to beat. So you're going to take half damage. You're going to take five, five points, five points of damage. I'll take it. I take it. It's negative damage. Is it just like damage damage or it's just it's slashing. Oh, okay. Just a slashing. And that is the end of your turn. On we go, in the initiative order, to our buddy Asmordrin. Was taking a little bit of damage from this one up near him. Eh, not too bad. Nah. All right, I am going to crawl here. Uh, I am going to cast Guidance on Golicon. After making a little five-foot stepperino. Nope, uh, five foot crawl. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I forgot. I'm still you are, prone. You are prone. <laughs> Help me! And what the fuck? I'm gonna throw an alchemist fire at this thing from the ground. That's a minus four on your yeah. attack while prone. Fun stuff. Did it increase from minus two for some reason? Oh, you're right. It's minus two. Eighteen on the die for a modified total of thirty. That's a hit. I'm sorry, 29. I lied. 29. Also a hit. Oh, well, it's still a hit. <laughs> uh, eight and three on the die, so 12 plus four, 16 points of fire damage to that thing. I hate it. And I look at Gulakon, go, go get it! Kill it! And I reach for my wand and like, Billiam, do, do you want to do you want to get bigger? And then I look around. Where the fuck is Billiam? <laughs> <laughs> what but you don't pull out your wand because you don't have actions for it right correct you reach great i like okay. kind of like go to, to reach for it looking for him like to ask the question and like wait where is he golicon reaches down puts one hand on your shoulder i am billiam now <laughs> i am billiam now let me get a fort save out of you christian ha that's one of my best saves Except when I roll a four. That's a total of a 17. <laughs> that is a fail, but not a crit fail. Good for you. You are going to take 18 points of slashing damage as bloodless Ooh. wounds open in your body. My body. Ooh, getting close to bloodied. Where's Muckward during all of this? Golicon. He's, piggy- he's piggybacking on Golicon. Oh, right, right. 
Uh, Golakon is going to bite the cork on the flask of numbing tonic and spit it, watching it bounce across the floor before chugging it. Uh, go ahead and drag that on my sheet. And then is going to stride 20 feet to the northwest above the creature uh, before smacking at it one time with a silver pick. Uh, that is a six on the die for a 23 to hit. That's going to miss again, partner. Yeah, okay. Did you get the one like for guidance? Uh, that'll be a 24 for guidance. Going to miss, partner. Yep. Damn it. All right. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then I was really hoping he was going to say hit. <laughs> I know. That would have been amazing. Uh, that is a 15 for a 28 on the fortitude save. That's a save, uh, but you're still going to take half damage. So six points of slashing. Lose my temporary hit points. No. <laughs> oh, no. It's a whole reason they're there, man. That's why they're I'm amazing. Come back next round, too. Right. The numbing tonic is so good. It's so good for chip damage, man. We're back at the top of the initiative order. This one that is cornered is bloodied and kind of worried. So what it is going to do, it is going to spend two actions to cast some spell on itself that you can't quite, you don't quite understand what it is. Uh identify spell so we don't do a lot of spell casters in order to identify a spell they would have to you have to spend an action on your next round to try to figure out what spell it was cast so I'm going to go ahead and just say that a spell was cast you don't know what it is uh, and then for its final action it's going to zoop zoop warp itself to the other corner of the room that's right run away Bitch. Does that trigger an attack of opportunity? Oh, uh, let me see. It is. Yep, because it is using uh, the translocate spell. So it is a spell. So it does trigger an AOO. Right. I will roll to hit it. Ooh, I uh, rolled it. You could actually, uh, real quick, Jake, you could have taken that on the first spell it tried to cast, too, if you want to try to fuck that up instead. That is true. However, I roll a natural six for a 21. That would mess. Yeah. Can't all be 20s. But yes, Cam, Cam is right. You could have tried to stop the first one instead of the second one, but absolutely. That is the end of its turn. This one that uh, is up close and personal with Golakon, though. It's going to attempt to use an action to floop, floop away in the same way that the other one did. Do you want to attempt to interrupt this? Uh, I do. All right. Oh, Uh, that is a 15 for a 32. Oh, yeah, that does it. That's a hit. Uh, For 17 points of damage. Gross. I don't like that. Uh, But for its second and third actions, it's going to cast another spell, which you don't know what it is, but it is cast upon it. I will say Is that both of two? these look like they are about to... They're, they're hopping about a bit more. Kind of bouncing back and forth in the balls of their front paws. Tacitus, you are up. All right. Um, I don't really want to move from where I am. I'm happy with where I am. So I'm going to put my sword away for my first action. 
Second action, I'm going to draw my striking longbow. Uh, just a moment, gonna adjust my equipment. We're gonna have a ranged attack? I'm gonna do a ranged attack. You better believe it, buddy boy. <gasps> he wouldn't. I Oh, I would. All right. And um, to exploit vulnerability, uh, these things are related to time somehow. That makes me think of an hourglass. Makes me think of sand going through an hourglass. So I wanna I wanna try to like hypercharge their lifespan with more sand in the glass. Uh, so I'm gonna find a my my pocket sand and uh, sprinkle it on an arrow and uh, take aim and shoot. Uh, to be clear, uh, shooting the one that uh, just ran away from me. That is 35 feet away. Yes. Rolling to hit. Ooh, natural 20. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. Nail him. Taking aim and skadoosh. Pretty good. Oh, 38 points of damage. Oh. All right, you do. Hold on. We do have to take away your implements empowerment uh, because you are not holding an implement. Correct. Okay, yeah. Okay, so that's going to so be 34 points, points of damage. That. We take no, eight uh, points because implements empowerment. Oh, correct. Doubled. Yes. Uh, yeah. So 30. Yeah. And uh, make sure that you add your exploited vulnerability, which is how many points? Uh, that's going to be a plus five, I think. So that's plus 10. So minus eight plus yeah. 10. That's going to bring it to 40, 40 points of damage. All right. Nice. This thing is almost gone. It is rough. You take that arrow and it goes right into the thing's eye. Shink. Big eye. And that's it for my and, turn. And you need to give me a four save. Because <gasps> you're in the aura of one of these things. Really? Uh, that's a big fucking aura. All right. It is. 35 feet, buddy. Uh, 15 for 26. That's a success. But oh, you cool. are going to take some slashing damage cool. anyway. Does he need to do two then because he's in both? He's not inside of both. Wait. He's, okay. Okay. No. No. no say, if he's inside of one, he's inside of the other. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're on. both. They're both thirty-five no, feet away right. from me. No, you are okay. outside of this aura. You are one hundred percent right. You are outside of this aura, so you don't need to take Sick. that damage. Sick. But cool. I did forget to roll my bleed. So Jake, I need you to roll three d six times two on bleed for this thing. Thirty-four. Means, I was about to say three d four. Yeah, three d four. And it's four. not times two. One. Yep. It's not times two. Even though it's a crit on the six bleed? points of bleed. No, because because the bleed actually only triggers on if the you crit. crit. When something triggers because of the crit, that's not double. Uh, uh, okay. But you still take Jake six just, points of bleed. Jake, just so you know, uh, remastered gouging claw is better. That would have been ten points of bleed to it. Oh shit! Just just flat out because the way gouging claw they changed it. It does nothing special on a crit except doubles everything. Its normal attack starts off at 2d6 and deals two points of bleed. That's just when every time you hit. And then the heighten is add a d6 and add one point of bleed. So when you crit, you're going to double all of that. So basically, you look at your rank, add two. So you're at third rank magic. So that's five bleed doubled. It would be 10 bleed, no rolling dice. And every time you hit, it would actually be 5d6 instead of... horrifying spell to use. Oh my god. It's good. 10 and bleed then, just based good. at sixth and level is insane. Yeah, anybody yeah, that they're... said they nerfed cantrips is fucking dumb and bad at math. I'm yeah. dumb and bad yeah. at math. I probably said take. that. And if you want how it originally worked, you would want to use the ignition spell. Uh, It still does the exact same D6, but it 
on a crit, ignition now does 1d4 bleed per spell rank. Or no, I'm sorry, not bleed. Uh, b- persistent fire damage. So they've kind of switched how those two ignition and gouging claw kind of move to the bread and butter of the magus. And I would also probably add needle darts in there whenever you're in, because needle darts can trigger the uh, metal damage or uh, metal weakness that someone might have if it's silver or cold iron, because you can use silver or cold iron for those darts. So if something has a vulnerability to those metals, needle dart is absolutely the way to go. Otherwise, you probably want gouging claw or ignition. Is phase bolt just bad then? I feel like I never used that spell. Phase bolt is bad as a magus because you don't care about ignoring the cover. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Let's move on. We can talk about this after the recording. But thank you. That is informative. I'm glad I know. I rolled a 14 on my bleed check, so I still have the bleed. Yeah, fuck you. It's in dire straits. Test. (laughs) Olrin is up next. She is still flipping terrified. She is not happy with what's going on. She pees. Uh, But she sees that as Mordrin has taken a little bit of damage and he's going to use two actions to shoot a heal spell your way uh, at a third rank. So here comes some damage, or not damage, healing. Ah. Uh, So that's going to be right. She is only spell rank two, uh, so it's going to be 2d8 plus 8. 16. Plus 16? Yeah. Yeah, 2d8 plus 16. You just roll 2d8. I'll take care of the rest. <laughs> this is what I want. 23 to points of healing on Asmordrin. And uh, for her last action, she is going to... Oh, shoot. She's going to move towards the center of the room. Towards the round curve of the center of the room. She's got to make a save, and her save is garbage, so let's hope she doesn't crit fail it, because it might bring her down. She did not. She rolled a 7, or she got a 17, rolled a 10 for a 17. So the same one, that same save she got last time, she's going to take 12 points of slashing damage, so she's actually doing pretty okay, all things considered. Malleus, Buckaroo, you are up. I'm going to remind you right now, as a brother who loves you to take and use arcane cascade. I was about to say, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I will, I will enter arcane cascade from where I am standing. Um, amp state, amp state. Thank you. Bastard. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, okay. Um, so I can still cast spells while I'm in this stance. I don't use stances very often. Um, so I just want to make sure I'm not doing things yeah. wrong. Yep, nope. All it does is gives you... Yep, you just gain bonus damage. Okay, so my problem is that because I'm wearing full plate armor and I'm not very fast and I've already used an action to enter Arcane Cascade, that I there is no way that I can get to either of these creatures and close and even hit them regularly. Nor, nor uh, I mean, let alone use... Um, a spell. Plus, I can't do that anyway because I need to get my. Uh, and spell I'm sorry, back. we both lied to you. You have inexable iron. I forgot. You also gain uh, temporary hit points at the beginning of each round while you're in the stance, equal to your. Uh, is it half his right. level or is it his level? It's his level, isn't it? It's his level, but you don't, don't get know. it until your next round. 
next turn. Yeah, because you just entered it, but next round, round you will yep. gain basically six temporary hit points. Yeah. Start, it's, it's like a built-in running tonic. You could it is. do the... What is the thing God, to I'm refocus so bad. to get your spell strike back? Thundering Strike. I can't remember. That is, yeah, my uh, Conflux spell. Conflux there, there's, there's a single action thing that you can do as well to get yeah. it back that doesn't recharge cost a focus strike. point. Yep. Yeah. You can do or a something you can stride recharge. forward and recharge to be ready for next turn. Oh. Like, get yourself into a position where you can be anywhere next turn. That is a good point. I was just thinking about using a regular spell. Would that be bad, then? Because I, I anticipate these creatures no. just immediately coming back. Otherwise, they'll just get peppered from across the room and die that way. That was my plan. Well, Unless that's I, with dumb. their aura, I, with their aura, if depending on how smart they are, they may simply change tactics and try to move and keep us all in the aura without getting next to anyone. Yeah, if you recharge your spell strike and move to the center of the room, you're within 20 feet of anybody, so you can move over and spell strike them next turn. I like. You can't get in the very center of the room, but yeah, you can't get in the very center of the room because that's that's a big old stone altar. I would call that difficult terrain getting on top of that, so you won't be able to hit it. Okay, then I will... Can, can I move? Or can I not move? I oh, because I'm just doing move. a measuring tool instead of actually moving my token. Uh, Alright, cool. Then I will do that. I will recharge my uh, spell strike, and I will move to the center of the room, enter Arcane Cascade. That is my turn. Thank you. Uh, your final, I need you to give me a um, fortitude save. Do I need to do two? So this is one that I'm I'm always wondered about. They have the same name. I, I was GMing yeah, our, our, uh, stack. our stolen fate game the other night, and I got in a little bit of an argument with one of the one of the players in our in our game about if we have two auras, if they're named the same thing from the same type of creature, do you get hit by it twice or is it just once? It would be twice because it is. That's two what auras. I thought. I mean, that's what I thought. Yeah. If the so, auras did different damage, you wouldn't even be a question. But everyone, because they're the same damage, for some reason they put it in their mind that it's the same as persistent damage, which it's not. Persistent damage is the only one that has that rider that says, if you gain persistent damage of the same damage type you already have going on, you go with whatever the highest one is. They don't stack. Other yeah, than that, bleed. that's the only instance of that that rule. Yeah, adding, like, bleed attacks in a tabletop game is really dangerous for that reason, because you can just, like, stack, you know, draining hit points off of somebody until, like, by the third round, it's like, well, you just lose 20 HP no matter what. A little-known rule that I've seen, it's only come up a few times, but if you have multiple uh, instances of persistent damage on your character, those only count as one instance total so like say you're down but you have three different ongoing effects that doesn't tick you down three times it only ticks you down once as far as your dying condition goes right. all of those who assume to occur at the same time but that's so something sometimes i was Go just ahead, gonna Cam. say if you make a one flat check it gets rid of all of them no you have to check each one individually oh but it only causes one instance of yeah damage. so oh, okay. it's just it's, cool. it's a that's special cool. thing that if you were dying and happened to have two or three that you're just dope dead <laughs> it's yeah sucked. yeah all right so I cool. had Rin take an additional 10 points of damage because she failed the second save. We get two fort saves out of you. Okay. The okay. first one will be for the aura emanated from, from the north. The second will be from the aura emanated from the west. All right. First one is a natural 15 for a 28. It's a, it's a save, so you'll take some damage. Second one is a natural 2 for a 15. You'll take double damage from that one. Great. So, for the first one, you will take eight points. Ow. For the second instance, you will take, oh, God, 
36 points. Well, that was considerably more. Uh, yeah, you're I rolled fine. one one and the rest were fives and sixes. Coincidentally, well, that was half one, of my remaining HP. So it's because the second one you have to take double damage on. The first one you yeah, only I take know, half, know, but you crit fail the second. Yeah. 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 The dice giveth, the dice taketh away. That is exactly right. But now it's Asmordrin's turn. All right. I'm going to get up, finally. Up you are. I am going to give a guidance to Malleus. Plus one to hit. Heck yeah! And uh, let's see here. I think I will go ahead and use an item I've picked up that... Ooh! Yes, where did that go? Why don't I see my item? Oh, there. there. Uh, that is Healer's Gloves I bought last time we were in town. So oh, I'm yeah. going to give it on Rin because I'm worried about her longevity in this. She's taking a bit of hits. And it's a one-action healing effect that restores a willing, living, adjacent creature 2d6 plus 7 hit points. And That's that a is fun item. a 3 and a 2 on the die, so that is 12 hit points to Rin. And that is my turn. How many times can you she do that with the healer's gloves? It's only once that. a day with the healing gloves. That's really cool. But it though. also acts like a plus one healer's kit. So, oh, Yeah, wow. and it's just the fact that it's one action, so that can be a yeah. huge difference. Like, you know, if someone's down and you're not actually a, a competent healer, it's just super easy to be like, bam, you're healed. <laughs> that's like just a once a day lay on hands. Basically. And that's my turn. Let me do my two fortitude saves. 18 on the die for a 31. Success, but not a crit. And 11 on the die for a 24. Fail. So the first one, you're going to take... Uh, da, 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 eight points. And for the second, you are going to take 18 points. So 26 points total of slashing damage. Excellent. And that's my turn. Golakon. Pokes with stick. Do something. Come on. Do something. Go look on. I'm trying, but you keep interrupting me. <laughs> He's so good at that. That's a, it's an older brother thing, I think. Uh, Golicon yes. is going to first action uh, intimidating strike, I guess, first two actions. And we're going to go ahead and swing. Did you say that was an intimidating strike? That he's, is an intimidating He's going to make strike. him feel oh. fear. Boy, I know uh, that is a 35 to hit. That's that is going. Uh, you said a 35 to hit a 35 to hit. Yes, that's a crit. All right. So that's going to be decent damage. 53 points of damage and you become frightened, too, except I don't. Okay. So something's going to happen Sure. as you attempt to strike fear into the heart of this thing. It lashes back out at you with its mind as you feel repulsed by your complete lack of understanding of the motives of this creature and the way that its mind works. I need you to give me a will save. Absolutely. It's trying to brain blast you. Uh, that is a natural one for a 14. So I'm oh. going to go ahead and re-roll that with a hero point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a 15 for a 28. All right, that's better. That's a success. That other one would have been real bad. You're about to take some mantle damage. You crit yourself. You also would have been confused on that crit failure. That would have been bad. 
So you're going to take five points of damage. This thing has hurt quite badly. I will say that much. Okay. Uh, uh, did the it's crit not hurt go as... through or no? The crit did go through. Okay. But not all of the damage went through. Okay. Is it immune to mental effects? It is immune to emotion effects. Okay. That is all I need to know. Uh, then my last action, I will go ahead and... Uh, you know what? I'll try to trip it. Uh, a 7 for a 22. That's not going to do it. Damn, your athletics is insane. It's very springy. Uh, sorry, that should be minus 5 from that. So that's a 17. Is that a critical fail? That is a critical fail. So you trip yourself. All right. Uno reverse. So you are down, and that's not good for you. Meh, I'll be fine. We're back at the top of the round. I'll give you two fortitude saves. Yep, give me those two forts. 18 and a 23. Those are both fails, so you're going to take full damage from the slashing. And here it comes. First instance of damage will be... Oh, that's a lot. 17. Second instance of the damage will be... That's not a lot. Uh, 13. Whoops. Which applied. Absolutely. Back at the top of the round, it's the one in the north's turn. It does not like... These things don't like the amount of damage that are getting smacked down on these guys. So this one in the north, in its... You know, it, it's, it's at the end of its life. It's seeing that hourglass, the sand slide through very quickly. It's going to cast two actions. We use two actions to cast a spell on our good buddy, Golakon. And I need Golakon to give me a fort save. It is a natural one. Holy shit. Oh, no. Do you, do you have another hero point, baby? <sighs> no, no. Trevor doesn't give me hero points to start me doing cool shit all the time. Ugh. <sighs> I, I know how that is. You've been cast. A slow has been cast upon you. And you are slowed Ow. too for one minute with a critical failure. A minute. Oh, no. He he doesn't need actions. Yep. Conversely, one. last turn, it cast haste on itself. So it's going to uh, use one action directly adjacent to you. And for its final action, it's going to use its free bitey McBite, bite, bite, bite. Here it comes. That's going to be a 34 against your prone AC. That is a crit. Here comes that crit damage. I did not roll great. 28 points. I rolled really bad. 28 is the total, not the crit. That That's the crit total. Yeah, not, not the 56. I saw the 56. I was like, uh, nope, not that. Not that. 56 is a lot of data. Like, I know I just crit for that amount, but I didn't say that's not a whole lot. So, no, yeah, yeah no. Humble I, brag. My total was 28. <laughs> yeah, no, I rolled like two ones and a two and a six. It was not great. That's the end of its turn. Uh, this other goober is going to risk doing something similar. It's going to t- spend two actions to cast slow. This would trigger. An AOL. I don't know if you. Yeah, you could still use it. You can use reactions. That's right. I cannot use reactions. No, it's not from prone. It's from slow. Slow. That's right. Slow. Correct. I. 
I uh, they're correct. Sorry, I forty chest this one without even realizing it. Um, it's gonna cast slow on our good buddy Malleus. Give me a will save. Fortitude save? No, it's will for for okay. slow. I'm sorry, it's Cam, where, you're right. Where, it's for, where are you I'm getting the you can't use reactions? I'm actually not familiar with that at all. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I thought no. it was nested in the slow. No, no, it's not. It's not. You have condition? your action. You do have your reaction. I just checked the slow condition. Okay. I thought there was one that. No, I'm chipping. All right. Uh, I will go ahead and swing then. It just says you have fewer actions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't remember that uh, anywhere on slow. Uh, with the minus two from being prone, that is a 23. That misses because you're prone. All right, I need a fort save out of you, Malleus. I'm sorry I lied and said it was Will. It's fort. Stupid. Okay, well, I rolled a natural 13 for a 26. That is a success. You are slowed one, though. Bastard. Just for one round, though. Okay. I'm uh, checking four. something real quick. Okay. You, I mean, keep keep doing your thing. Oh, but. yeah, okay. For its second ac- third action, it's going to attempt to bite Golicon because that's what it do. I could find the stupid button. There we go. That is a 30 to hit. Uh, hit, but not a crit. Oh, good for you. That would be bad. Let's see. I rolled pretty good this time. 24 points of damage. And you are close to down. Oh, yeah. I feel like you're close to down. Golicon does not fear death, but please help. <laughs> <laughs> but he does find uh, it very inconvenient. <laughs> and for its final action, it's going to try to claw you at a minus five. The hound will not be swayed from its target. Here we come. It's not a great roll for me. Oh, my God. But I rolled an actual 17. So that's another 30 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. All right. At least it's not a crit. Here we go. I don't think there's a way for you to not die. 19 points of damage. Nope. I am you down. are now down to dying one. And to reiterate, we are not using the uh, like rejiggered dying rules because I think they're Those stupid. Those rules don't actually exist. They don't exist anymore? They they re-rejiggered it? No. The, been... the day it came out, they issued a errata and said that in an effort to try to make everything in alignment, they gave the or the whoever got the wrong document to make everything in alignment too. So those were older playtest rules. So the they oh no, uh, Paizo actually said that those rules were never intended to be printed. That that isn't how it's supposed to work at all. It's how everyone's normally been using it. All right, it used t- uh, two action spell and then two actions to attack. That's the end of its turn. Tacitus is up. I will say, though, that these two are in dire straits. You know what? I want to do something first, because one of them might be oh, dead. Um, I forgot this last round, Trevor, and Wait my a second, fault, please. it's taking two persistent fire damage as well from my alchemist fire that hit it. I thought there might be, but I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, so I that's totally been forgot. Two, it's last been round. two turns, so it's, you know, I'm going to take all four of that damage. It's still alive, but the other one might not be at the end of its turn. Bleed. So, yeah, roll roll that bleed damage for me. Three okay, D4, three. Or, one. 64. 3D4, I don't know. Four. So that is eight points of damage. It is just barely up still. Bleeding out absolutely bleeding out. I'm going to roll for my persistent bleed effect. I'm going to roll it. This one's for the one on the north. 17, so the bleed's gone on that one. 
And this is for the fire. Whoops, that's the wrong die. A five, so I'm still burning. All right. Did you Up roll for the next. previous round? Like, count that for its I first did. round and then roll. F- oh, okay. Perfect. Yep, I did. Yep, I got them both. I, I rolled like a, a two and a five. It's not great. Rin is up. Nope, it is my turn. Oh, I'm sorry. I double jumped you, didn't I? I do that a lot, don't I? You did. You did. I'm sorry. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Uh, well, uh, sucks to be you guys, but I'm doing pretty well this fight. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> take aim at the... Uh, <laughs> sucks to be you guys. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take aim at the, uh, the one I hit last round because it looks like it's pretty close to being dead. And I'm going to roll to hit. That is a 17 for a 31. Oh, yeah. That's a hit. Heck, yeah. Okay, rolling for damage in Foundry. 16 points of damage. Describe your kill. All right. So you said last round that uh, it, one of the my, my first arrow went through uh, one of its eyes. Uh, I'm going to yes, take sir. aim at the other eye and uh, skewer it right through the skull. So uh, the arrow comes out. Uh, it's occipital lobe in the back. Do dogs have occipital lobes? Whatever. Um, sure, why not? And uh, <laughs> it's dripping sand instead of blood. As it takes that hit and, and, and sand begins to flow out of the back of its head inexplicably, your perspective of it changes a bit from it being some three-dimensional being to it being flat, two-dimensional plane up against the wall and then it shatters like a mirror and some sort of unseen unfelt spectral wind blows away the shards like piles of glass fascinating I'll have to put a pin in that and investigate it later then um, for my second action I would like to try to shoot this thing that's right over Golakan. go for it so rolling with a minus five uh, that is a 16 plus 14 minus 5 uh, shit uh, 15 I'm an idiot 15 total yeah that's not yeah, gonna that's do nice. it okay uh, did you roll a 16 I rolled a 5 for a 16 oh okay yeah. gotcha. uh, okay that's that's why I said 16 oh wow oh. okay uh, then for my third action I mean I don't really know what else I could do here uh, I don't really want to get close to it so I'm just gonna try again whatever you could recall knowledge you thaumaturgic bitch <laughs> I, I, I already have the vulnerability and this thing's God. already dead anyways uh, almost dead anyways so it might be good to know I mean, what's been changing I mean, you know it, it would be better yeah it would be better I'm gonna try to recall knowledge you're absolutely right Cam 14 for 28 that right there will do it okay. this is what's known as a hound of Tindalos oh yeah um I remember these. The hounds are drawn to those who tamper with the flow of time, travel through time, or use magic or rare alchemical drugs to send their thoughts or perception back or forward in time. Uh, Spellcasters can draw them from the dimension of time through rituals, but it also attracts the hounds' attention. Uh, So very few who actually do those things survive long enough for them to benefit them. Once a hound catches the scent of a mortal to hunt, it calls others, and the pack pursues its victim through all space and time until it catches, slays, and devours them. The pursued can escape only by avoiding all angles, as hounds of Tindalos could step through them from nothingness at any time. That's super cool. 
That's really fucking cool. Yeah, they're they're part of a, the Catonian mythos. I don't know what that means, but that sounds awesome. Cthulhu. Okay. So these things are immune to controlled effects and emotion effects and have a, a bunch of resistances. They can fly. Question. They can run. Really more a question for Tastus. Like, are you going to say that out loud to everybody? Because I feel like that's something Malleus would be interested in and at least have heard about in reading. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, fellows, not sure how useful it is now, but I've determined that uh, these are time-traveling dogs. They're fascinating. Do they have a more descriptive name, or are they called time-traveling dogs? Because this sounds can... familiar. Oh, uh, I have forgotten the name, sorry. Hounds of Tindalos. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone just, just calls them TTDs. I, I think that's that's I the agree. That sounds excellent. Anyway, <laughs> dogs, keep them away it. from the angles. They may try to jump into them into a different timeline. I mean, do you they rely just to make it a bullshit? To make it a little bit more <laughs> thematic, would I be? Should I like roll or recall knowledge on like occultism to see if Malleus does remember? You can on your turn since you're slowed anyway. Oh, I thought combat was still or combat was over. My bad. No, there's another one that's still alive. Oh, well, let's fucking go then. Uh, so, up. do you want to know anything specific about this thing? Uh, does it have any weaknesses at all? You said it has it a lot of resistances. It doesn't have any weaknesses okay. for damage, but it is vulnerable to curved space. If it's not adjacent to an angle of 90 degrees or more acute, it loses its resistance to physical damage, and it becomes sickened and cannot recover from the sickened until it gets up against a oh, that's neat. Uh, angle Fascinating. Again. That's why I they've been hugging the walls. Yeah. If we were to draw it closer to this rock in the middle, there are no hard angles there. It would be nearly useful. I mean, Useless. technically where it's at, it's not next to a 90 degree acute angle as it, it is. It is. It is because it also counts the wall on the floor. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Okay. Okay. Dirty walls and floor. That's why Rin kept looking at the fucking floor and the wall where they meet. And I was like, you son of a bitch, Trevor. <laughs> I think yeah. I deserve a hero point for not metagaming. Just saying, oh, no, that's the bare minimum. Just kidding. Don't actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's just the absolute minimum. My bad, my bad, my bad. So what does oh, Rin do? Rin sees that our buddy Golakon is in trouble. And she is going to use two actions to cast heal on him for 2d8 plus 16. 19 points of damage will be healed on our good buddy. <laughs> is it like a one and a two? One. It is a one and a two. It was, it was a one and a two. That's exactly what I rolled. Love that. The only other option was a three and a zero. So. <laughs> and it's got one this more action, which it's going to use to run out of the aura. Oh yeah, closer to a wall, you dipshit. I hate you, Ren. Well, she's going to run out of the aura because she's doesn't want to get hurt by that again. And that's the end of her turn. Malleus, you're up. You have well, only two actions to work with. I do have only two actions to work with. However, if memory serves me correctly, this one is rather injured. It is rather you injured. You also have a guidance on yes, Malleus. So, Malleus just... Oh, wait, I was was I conscious enough to hear Tacitus explain the vulnerable? God damn it. I would say you, you could have. Yeah, sure. Why not? OK, I'm just saying if you want to delay, Golakon is going to try to reposition this thing away from the wall. So when you do hit it, it doesn't have resistances. Or he could try to reposition it himself because he's got the guidance. 
That's true. Yeah, but then I wouldn't be able to hit it. Yeah, I only have one action, so this is the best thing I can do to help the party. That's well, the so if if he repositions to here, I will go before that. I can move. That way you can take where I'm at. Or no, you don't even have to. You just have to step yeah. forward one on your turn, and you would be flanking with Golakon. Yep. If he is successful. Golakon and, and Malleus will meet eyes without having to utter a word. If that thing is we still will, in, we will understand. in position. Because he's going to go before Golakon gets another. No, he won't because Golakon no, won't. No, no, he won't. No. Yeah. yeah, shut up, Trevor. That's right. God, oh, he's got to just leave. So, yes. After having our cool moment interrupted again, Golakon and Malleus will meet eyes. M- meet to tusk. And I will delay. Eye to eye hole. <laughs> Real quick, though, wouldn't Golakon have moved in the initiative to in front of? You only he care about this when we're doing something cool, goddammit. I would have moved before both of the hounds, regardless. Like, it didn't matter which one. That's true. That's true. Okay. Trevor puts on his fucking detective's cap as soon as I'm just like, let's do something neat. Cam, let's do something cool. <laughs> he breaks out the abacus. Trevor's I just don't doing want somebody to say something to in the Discord. That's a legitimate, hey, why didn't you move in the initiative? And it doesn't, you're Trevor, right. It doesn't matter. Into the, it literally the doesn't matter because of where you live in the initiative anyway. You're at the end, yeah. therefore you're in front <laughs> of them. Matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> he becomes the meme of like Zaf Galifianakis with like all the equations and math floating in front of his eyes as soon as you try to do something cool. So then you're, you're going to delay that. Uh, is delay. that what you're, yes. okay. That's yes, what I okay. I, I'm delaying. I am letting Asmordrin take their turn. Then I'm letting Golakan do their thing, whereupon I will go back into initiative order. Perfect. Okay. Asmordrin, you All right. I carefully aim my gun at Gulakan. <laughs> Put him out of his misery. Uh, 12 on the die for 25 to hit his off-guard armor class. That'll hit. 3, 4, and 1, so 8 plus 3, that is 11 points healed. Uh, with Muckwark's free action for independent, he's going to feed you the life potion that he or elixir of life that he has. Uh, two, two, and four, so another fourteen. I still have two actions. I am. Hmm, what to do? I suppose I'm feeling pretty good about everything we got going on. I'm going to go ahead and move back. Why can't I move? Oh, because it's it's, still I don't have it on your turn. Sorry. There you go. I'm going to move back here, and I'm going to go ahead and cast uh, Guidance on Tacitus, just in case it makes it to his round again. Closer to the center of the room, directly south of the altar. Malleus, you're up. I imagine you are delaying yet again. Yep. Perfect. Embracing. All right, Golakon. Can you manage uh, to reposition this thing? Is going to struggle to his knees and just reach out with his uh, hands and attempt to shove this creature closer to Malleus. Uh, that is a 15 for a 28. That is a success. Fort is its lowest save. All right, and I'm going to push it five feet to the east. There we and go. And then just give the nod to Malleus and Malleus up some blood on the ground. Malleus will will grin a toothy bony smile and will go in initiative order if I am allowed to. Yes, you are. You should still have 
You should still have an action. Oh, did you pick up? Did he you stand and pick two. up your weapon too? He slowed too. Oh, I'm that's slow right. Two. I totally <laughs> forgot about <laughs> that. Slowed Never mind. One. Yeah, so I can move and attack. You can, so, but Golakon's only slowed two, so. Yeah, so I can move forward. And Malleus thinks to himself after watching the other one shatter, if he can make this one as flat as possible before it turns into a two-dimensional plane, and lifts the hammer straight up into the air and brings it down with all of his one-action might. Uh, that is a 12 for a... That would be a uh, 27, I think. That's a hit. Check. Yes, that is a 27. Cool. Grab my D12. Fuck. I rolled off my table. Nine two uh 11 uh plus my strength mod of plus four and i'm in arcane cascade still so let me bring that back up so i can remember what that does should just be plus one damage right now i think it's more but i don't know for certain uh yes i believe you are correct yeah plus one extra damage Nito, i thought there was something else that i'm forgetting but it whatever i think it's only for spell strikes so either way What's your total? Did I say it's one? Uh, that was 11 plus 4, 15 plus 1 from Arcane Cascade, 16 points of damage. Very cool. All right. Hit it pretty hard. It's sickened from being out away from an angle. Uh, I'm actually going to get all three of you as Mordrin, Malleus, and Golakon. You all oh, need also, to give me a fort save. Uh, yeah. I also get my temp HP. Don't want to forget that. Golakon has a fail for a 20. Sorry, tell me what you rolled. I'm sorry. What'd you get, Golakon? Uh, I rolled a 7 for a 20. All right, that's a fail. Malleus. 12 for a 25. That's a success. As and did you say will save? No, fort. Fort. Oh, okay. Uh, 13 on the die for a 27. All right, you are good. Uh, so that's two successes and a fail. So I'm just going to roll the damage once because I don't want to roll it three times. And here we go. Uh, 15 points to Golakon. Um, you failed, right? You got a 20. I did. All right. 15 points to Golakon, and then 7 points to both Malleus and Esmordrin. Okay. Oh, got to remember my temp HP. Right. Whoo, this thing is unhappy, to say the least. It's going to take a step because it's seen both of you try to attack it or its ally. It's going to take a step here for its first action. Still second, uh, but it's also going to cast, once it moves, invisibility on itself. And I'm going to use another action uh, to move from the position where it's in. It's not hidden. I'm sorry. It's merely hidden. But it is not undetected. Uh, no, it is undetected to all creatures immediately on invisibility specifically. Uh, but it is going to also move. I'll let everybody. I will let Malleus and um, Golakon do a perception check to see if they can hear it moving where it's moving to. Golakon's eyes track its movement. As I have so, motion sense. So motion how sense. did it go invis? How did it go invisible? Did just invisibility Haste. spell? No, no, I know. Yes, oh. just invisibility spell. So yep. it's not an invisibility, but it's actually under the undetected rules. When you physically see something go invisible, it actually only goes to hidden. Just it. 
is specifically under the undetected section. Uh, there, it, it's such a pain in the ass, and people actually complained that they didn't even fix that in Remastered because it's the spell invisibility specifically says you go undetected, but under the whole undetected section, there is a part that says when you physically see something go invisible, it only becomes hidden to you because you literally watched it turn invisible, which means it would have to then stealth to move, which if it does that, that's fine. You immediately could lose it anyways, depending on its stealth roll. Right. Well, it's going to be hidden regardless. Uh, you okay. would know, Golakon, where it is. Um, so when it's your turn, I'll let you say that you point it out and you can tell them where it is. Yeah, I'll use uh, my action to point it out. Well, when, when it's your turn, I rolled a 13 for a uh, 21, by the way. Or 22. Uh, that is... For 21, that's not going to do it. 22. For 22, that's also not going to do it. Even with its second... So is it... It's undetected to Malleus, correct? Correct. So Golakon would actually get his attack of opportunity be- unless it has something to prevent it because of the movement, because it is only hidden to Golakon. That does not stop attack of opportunity. It merely makes him have the mischance. Depends on where it. he moved. I know where he moved, but yeah. I'm not saying anything because it's not my turn. But Yeah, you can go ahead and do it. You okay. Can, if you want to use your AOL. All right, let's go. Just trying to help you out with your one no, action you get. I know. Oh, another no. natural that's, that's like three, dude. Nice. It's it is what it is. Oh man, internet hugs. Need them. Well, at I'm the good. end of that, Don't need it's Tacitus's them. turn. You saw this thing disappear. Uh, I mean, you I know it's it. here, so yeah, it's not undetected, yeah, but you don't know where it is. Uh, so does that mean okay? Do I have to like try to detect it first before I'm you able have to, to make try an to seek it? it. Yep. Okay. All right. I would like you to try want... to seek it first. I'm real, sorry. Real quick, bud. I don't know how uh, tactical you want to get here, but if you want to wait, I can point it out and you can save that action. If you just delay, I... we can stack this initiative that order. That would be tactical. I want to be tactical. I also okay. have the motion sense flesh warp, so I can point it oh, out okay. as well. Okay. Yeah, Perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna tactically wait until uh, as Mordrin, I guess, is able to point it out to me. All right, cool. Next, then, is Rin's turn. Uh, She does not have a lot of fun stuff she can do, unfortunately. Um, She's got one more heal she can do, which... uh, Oh, man, this would be mean and evil. I wonder if... Yeah, no, Rin knows. Does Rin know? I can't remember if we established that Rin... Yes, Rin knows that Malleus is undead. Rin yes. knows that Malleus is undead because that's what Do I was saying. Do not cast like, well, heal on me, know. you son of a maybe bitch. Maybe she doesn't know, and she would try to cast heal on you to help out. <laughs> She's just so confused and scared; she doesn't know. All right, um, yeah. <laughs> it's still manslaughter, officer. Hmm, it's a shame. I can't. I was hoping that I could like use restoration to take slowed off of you, but it's not covered under restoration. Uh, oh, that's fine. So part of the errata restoration has been broken into three different spells. All three of them will remove the slow con- or you can attempt to remove the slowed condition. I don't think she's going to do that, though. What she is going to do is she's going to use all three actions to cast fairy dust in this location. 
to try to make the thing visible. She's like, I can, I can help you see it. I can help. And she's going to cast Fairy Dust on the Hound in the area that the Hound is. The Hound does have to make a will save to see if it uh, succeeds. And will is not its strong save. But it's not its weak one either. And it failed. You guys know where the Hound is. Yeah. It's in this location. So if Tastus wanted to step back into initiative order, he can see yes, it. Yes, please. And you Kill don't have to, it. there's no, um, it can't use reactions. Actually, I'm thinking of fairy fire, not fairy dust. Darn. Um, it does fairy dust on it, but that means also that Malice and Golakon need to give me a will save. Natural Sorry, 16 guys. for 27. You're fine. Golicon? Natural 1 for a 14. Atmospheric. Oh my god. You have a minus 1 to will saves and perception checks. But you can see the fairy dust around this thing. And you know where it is. It will be considered concealed because I muffed how the spell works. I'm going to give something to you anyway. It is concealed, so you have to do a DC 5 flat check if you want to jump into initiative and try to hit it. Uh, At least it wasn't warp dust. Never do warp dust. Warp dust. You've got some imperial citizen in your eyes there, Golicon. And up next is, I guess, Tastus, if you want to be initiator. I do, yeah. And take a snap at it. Okay. Okay, let's uh, let's take a shot. Let's give this the old college. And five for a 19. That does not hit. Okay. Uh, Rolling again. Cool. That five was for the flat check. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that uh, five was for the flat check. Roll again. That one succeeds in the flat check. You're absolutely right. Okay, that's, uh, well, that's very good because I just rolled again and I uh, got an 18 for a 32. That's Great. a hit, but not a crit. Give me that damage. Like shooting fish in a barrel. Kill it. Nearly max damage. 14 points of damage. Well, actually, it's not even close to max, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hit. Not to and be too that's... teacher's pet here, but does your implement still work here? It's not going to work because he doesn't have it out. He's using a bow and arrow, so you can't use... I see the plus power. four on there is the only reason I'm being a little bitch. Oh, you're correct. So that should be 10 points of damage. Oh, yeah. It's 10 points of damage. Got to remember to uncheck that. That was a trick he used to do with Solus, too, is he would leave the extra four damage versus undead on all the time. All the time. <laughs> he would hit uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> <would hit>, stuff. <laughs> it would be four more damage. <laughs> all right. So it's almost, it's, it's bad. It's in a bad place. Okay. Sorry, bro. Try again. Flat check. Uh, 13 for a 22. Well, the 13's your flat check. So let's go for your hit. Wait, why was that a flat check? Because it's still on, it's still concealed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I yeah. do a flat check on okay. each of them. Okay. 11 for a 20. Not a hit. Not a hit. Okay. Um, fuck. I, whatever, I'm gonna, I'll do it again. I just wanted to <laughs> All right, fucking kill this thing. Oh, flat, flat check. Again. Flat check. 18. Okay. Okay. Natural 20. (gasps) Okay. Real quick, what's that total? Uh, With (laughs) my minus 10 to the multiple attack penalty, that is going to be a 24. That is not a crit. crit. It is just a hit. Ooh. (laughs) All right. 
Then rolling foundry, that is 10 points of damage. It shrugs it off. Physical resistance. <sighs> Fuck you. What <laughs> <laughs> a pain noise. All right. Yeah, that's it for my turn. All Hold right. on. I will. This one's still burning. I forgot to roll for the burning on this one. It should be taking two points of damage. It's going to keep taking damage. I rolled a four to get rid of the burning. Boo. All right. As Morgan. You know, first action, I will guidance on myself. Second action, mm-hmm. I will fuck an alchemist fire at it. That is if a 13 on the die for a total 27. That's a hit. Ooh, a three and a one. So that is going to be eight points of fire damage. All right. It bypasses the resistance. So that's nice. Oh, man. Last legs. It's on its last legs, guys. One one more huck. I'm going to try again. Uh, ooh, 14. So that is going to be... What does that drop it down to? Ugh, that's minus five. So that's going to be a plus eight. That's only going to be a 22. Uh, but it nah. will still take four, or four points of fire damage from the slash. All right. Good, good, good. Chipping away. Probably one more solid hit will get this thing, Golakon. But you can't get to it. Because you are slowed too. It's your turn. Uh, with my single action, I will put my foot down and stand up. All right, Malleus. Throw, throw your weapon, improvise weapon. You can finish it off. Malleus, you are no longer <laughs> slowed. Think... Can I throw a light pick? Yes, it, it's simply an improvised oh, thrown okay. weapon. It only deals 1d4. You don't get any of your weapon properties oh. or anything, but it does become a 1d4 thrown weapon, so you would get the, your strength. <laughs> I know, but with the resistance, I cannot overcome. Yeah, that's right. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. All right, Malleus. I am going to step forward. And, uh... Dude, I recharged spell your spell strike a while ago, so... I do. So I will use Gouge and Claw, and we will strike. Clotting gouge. No. Ooh, okay. That is a 11. Uh, oh, that's for the flat check. For oh, the flat right, check. Right. Ah. <laughs> oh, the next oh, one's a natural added... 18. Ooh, that's exactly a five for my first flat check. I did not roll that when I threw my ball. <laughs> that's fun. I got a th- uh, natural 18 for a plus plus 15. 33. That's a hit, not a crit. Roll your damage. Let's see if you can get this thing. All right, cool. Well, let me roll my 2d12 first. Three, two, five, plus four, nine, plus one from the Arcane Cascade. So ten points of damage physically. Well, the Arcane Uh, Cascade is not physical damage, at least, because it adds something. Uh, So that is one on the first d6, six on the second d6, two. So that is nine points of damage from exactly the spell. enough to kill it. Describe your kill, even with the resistances um, and everything. That's exactly what you needed. Watching uh, this creature just somehow stave off death for much longer than it should have, um, and making everybody waste their resources makes Malleus angry. Uh, and I imagine that he keeps his weapon almost perfectly uh, horizontal and rams the hammer into like the door with the creature and shatters it like you want to be so close to the wall a million pieces and you hear Rin make a you know you hear a noise coming from Rin that you never really would have expected to hear out of somebody 
uh, quite as I wouldn't say necessarily demure, but she's definitely not a big outlandish personality. And a, a great shout comes from her, and a gust of wind scatters the shards and the dust of this thing as she cries in triumph. And the room falls silent. And maybe we'll find out more about what those things are and why they were after Rin when we come back next week. Ooh. God, they were fucking annoying. Yeah, Ooh. they were. <laughs> it was a good fight, though. I liked it. Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>